available father we will not miss it we will drink of it we will take it fully each and every one of us will partake of your wine of your love thank you father oh father we worship you give you all the praise we must sit in open open the path for us we pray thee oh lord open the path which you want us to take even in this season in these times Fahurba thank you Father we give you all the praise thank you Jesus oh Father as we go into the word we ask for mercy and grace to align with your thought this morning help to connect with your will in the name of Jesus Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 I welcome everyone here this morning. Amen. Say hello to your neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Amen. You are welcome this morning. Yes, sir. Amen. Uh, I'm happy to be here this morning. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, it's like we took some time this morning, but uh, I don't feel guilty. Yes, sir. There's just so much more of the spirit. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Father. You know that we are always here with us, Lord. We know. Thank you for awakening us up this morning to your spirit. Mm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we don't have much time, but I guess we'll see how we go. Amen. Um, I personally don't. I mean, maybe what I was, as we, you know, there, maybe there was some thought about you know, what we we're going to look at, but just as the spirit moved, I think they've, they've erased all the thought. I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Amen. So, I guess I'll just depend on the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many of us are happy to be here this morning? Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Amen. Uh, the Lord is, is merciful to us. He's kind. And everything about working with God is a journey. I want to say things about when it comes to working with God, it's really a journey. Amen. And the truth about the journey is that it takes humility. And you know, before I know this one, I didn't know that before. But you no, know, before maybe when we're growing up and when we hear things of God, there's there's some there's a sense of we know we know maybe because we have come to some knowledge if we can do this and then we no and we pursue after God we like spiritual things but the more we grow the more I see that really honestly it's messy the things of God the journey in the spirit growing up spiritually is actually by the mercy of God and the reason is because the path even though you know the scripture tells us I am the way the truth and the life you know the path of you know it will lead me in the path of righteousness all those things we read it but the reality of it is, and it's true. Those things are very true. They are very real. You know, imagine the spirit of God leading a soul in the path of righteousness. It's real. But you know, we 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 make comment of those things. So the Lord is leading us, not because maybe because maybe we just find grace to be able to pray, read our Bible, feel spiritual. You know, we believe we are in the path. We know the path. But honestly, the path. We can be doing all that and we are far from the path. Amen. Because and and it it take it takes humility to see that. Honestly. It takes takes meekness to see that. Because when I say I don't know until until my eye opens, say, Oh man, I don't know anything. I actually don't know I I'll come to a place where I to tell God I don't know anything. And uh, it's not the fact that maybe I don't know anything about Bible. It's just the fact that it's just checking inwardly. I just actually I don't know anything. Why? Because see that part that they are going to show us where we are going to walk in. We don't know it. We have no clue what it looks like. We have no idea what it is. It is as God begins to show us mercy, we begin to find grace and help, and we actually begin to see. You know, when we say we are walking the path of righteousness, the path long. Maybe we're at the beginning of, let's say we have to even find the path and we're at the beginning of, you know, sometimes we can even feel we are, ah, we're in the path. But it, it is, it's actually possible for a soul that is in the path to actually withdraw. So it's not, it's not enough to say, okay, we are safe, okay, we know the path. Now, you know, it's possible to, to be in that euphoria or no, there's, a, there's a false sense of safety. Because we've been able to practice and use certain things when it comes to righteousness, there can come a, a, a false sense of safety in the soul, and the soul will just think it can handle anything, and the soul can still be spiritual, but it doesn't mean that that soul is safe. It's, it's possible for a soul that is tra- traveling in faith, in faith of the Son and righteousness, to actually draw back. Very and. And the, and, the, and, the, and the dangerous part of that is that a soul that is in the part of, that is already journeying in righteousness or in faith may by, I guess by the reason of that light, it can actually blind the sight for a soul to not to know that it's drawing back. But usually it's as a result of lack of meekness in certain areas. But it's highly possible. 
and it, it might have journeyed back. And the funny thing is that they be that soul will be making decisions. Yeah? The soul you know, can be making decisions because maybe I, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know there's a way you can be used to the flow of how things you know, righteousness yeah. and you can be used to how everything flow and you know when it's like this is like this okay just get it you know and I check my spirit and we don't know even that our spirit that we are checking all those things that requires growth too yeah because what we say we're checking our spirit there's there's some there's still some limitations yeah. and there's a place the spirit can lead a soul because the soul does not have the capacity to go there. So when the, when the Spirit is leading each and every one of us, he actually there's actually limitations. Mm. Not in God's side of our own mm. angle. Yes, whereby it might be difficult for the Spirit to lead a soul. Because mm. it is, let's put it this way, it is easy for the Spirit to lead a soul mm. much more around things that it is used to. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. In the Spirit, you know, there's a, there's a way you okay, maybe the Spirit lead me this way, lead me that way. There's a, or even in the natural, maybe okay, when God is talking to me, you know, there's a way He talks, then I'll go here and then I'll go there. And I'm not saying all those things are wrong, they are valid. It's just that, in addition to that, there's a portion, the heart portion, that the heart must come into so that it doesn't actually miss the spirit. It's actually a constant state of making, I don't know how to put it, I guess that's the only English word I can use to exp- express it. It's hidden. Really, yield, it's still yielding, but I guess I don't. The truth is, I don't have English word to, to explain it. <laughs> but it's what I'm still saying is it's, it's still meekness in a way. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you take meekness, or of course, it's so that is meek will definitely yield. Mm-hmm. Or let me put it this way: a yielding soul is a soul that has lent meekness mm-hmm. in many ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, it's, it's possible even in this, this kind of a setting environment, or maybe you were in church or something like that, and the spirit is moving, and we, are st- we, are, we can still miss the spirit in that, that, that arrangement. Mm. It's very po- highly possible. Mm. Very possible. And, and but, you know, whatever we can pick, we pick God, just say, ah, okay, my people, sure. Well, but God will see how messy now. It's not God. No, God doesn't. God's not like us. That. <laughs> What's the missing that we just I'm on, what's wrong with you? Don't miss her now. We are, we, we are not that merciful, but God is not like that. God will still find a way to reach out to us somehow. Because if there's one thing about God is that he's relentless. He's relentless. When it comes I mean, if he wants to give something your money, he's going to give it. No, we may miss him, may not be happy, but he's not going to give up. Is relentless when it comes to the giving of the things of God, especially to a soul that sincerely wants it. Uh, no, 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 God won't give up because it's a treasure to to Him. So while everybody were getting money, what God, God, every on earth, everybody just looking for souls. Okay, which who's, who's looking for me? So blessed, blessed, blessed that. Okay, blessed that the make uh, poor in us for the uh, So all those blessed, 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 blessed. Those are the that's souls. That God is looking for. Yeah. See all those blessed. Is it Matthew five? Uh-huh. All those, all those blessed. You know, sometimes when we say blessed are the pure in heart, blessed are the. Let me even read it itself, so that because there's, there's something I want to bring out of there. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm still, I'm just following the thought as it's coming. Amen. Matthew five. 
I read from verse 3. It says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. So blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The earth. Blessed are, the, are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are they at the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peace peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. I think I'll stop there, but no, the, the last one I said, blessed are, the, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you. Firstly, for my sake, rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Now, you know, and again, there's a sense, what I'm trying to bring out of here is, you know, all these blessed are the poor, blessed are they that mourn. It seems like they are different kind of people. So blessed are the poor in spirit, so they, are, they, can be, they can be kind of, they are the poor in spirit, they are meek. Right, you know, it's almost as if there's a different, but actually it's not, it's actually all these things. It's actually one soul they are, they are talking to. Meaning every soul. A soul should be blessed enough to be poor in spirit. It should be blessed to be, to mourn spiritually. And of course, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know if I want to talk about mourning though. Amen. But that scripture, money, but that, that, I know, I know this, this particular passage baffled me for years. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I mean, even when they were telling us that better those that money, you know, there's a sense about, okay, maybe people that, you know, they lost someone and then you are comforting them. So you, you, you also shall be comforted. You know, we get to say, okay, grab your, and it's, it's good. And that's a teaching that we use even when we're in milk, right? Whereby somebody, so it gives us a sense that we should be compassionate. Right, so somebody, ah, okay, don't just talk anymore. Don't just you be sensitive. All those things is good, but but I know that this scripture is it's not just talking about somebody that just died, man. But I mean, that's what we know. That's what we do. So we just let it like that. <laughs> I would not. We can't search any further because there's no light. Then later, later, yes, when light now began to shine, and I understand what it means to mourn. Hey, it makes sense. I know what it means to be comforted in the two. Now make perfect sense. Now I realize that this thing is actually a soul journey. Because really, there's a part in our journey where we get to where all we do is mourn. Amen. And it's in scripture, it's in Isaiah. Right? There will be those that mourn. And there's something they will give them. Amen. Now, there are those that mourn in Zion. And mourners are not these. These those mourners, they actually they are seekers. Mm. These mourners, those are mourners. The, the way the way the way the easiest way to see it is the way Israel mourn when they are repenting. Yeah. No one like what's that? What's that? I forgot his name. Mordecai. Mordecai. Thank you, Mordecai. When they were all, when they were about to. Uh, what's it called? Slay all of them. Mm. And you know, they are trying to get to... <laughs> Mordecai went... It was, it was outside now. And then he said it was morning, right? Mm. And they put sackcloth. They put on sackcloth and put ashes on their head. Mm. And what that, what that simply signifies really is that they are seeking. What they, are, they are trying to get God's attention. Mm. Yeah. 
So that's what they do. So they're trying to go. It's like, wait, did these uh, Nineveh people do that thing? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering who, who, the king. I wonder who taught, who, who taught the king to do that. Because it's, it's not an Israel, it's not an Israeli nation. Or is Nineveh an Israelite nation? I don't think so. I don't think so. It wasn't. So the king put on sackcloth and was mourning. So that that is that that that's that is a sign. It's a spiritual sign of those that are seeking kingdom. Or not just seeking kingdom, but they are already even even you are in the because you can't mourn unless you actually are in the kingdom. There's there's nothing like mourning near a soul that is not yet in the kingdom. You can't mourn because when you are mourning, you are getting closer to God. The time of mourning is a time where you soul. Is beginning to pant for God. So God come. Not before God is Christ, a soul will cry for. Mm-hmm. So is a mourner is a is actually a matured Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what a mourner is. So for they shall be comforted. Mm-hmm. And Christ Himself is a comforter. Just like the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Right? He said, I will send to you another comforter. That's in John John 3, right? So if he's going to send another, it means he himself he is a comforter. Amen. Amen. To comfort those that mourn. He's going to comfort those that mourn. So there's, there's that aspect. But I'm just saying these things. I know that's not the center of what I'm saying. Of where I'm going. I just branched. So let me, maybe I should branch back. <laughs> Amen. But I mean, I just go with the flow. So, so those that mourn, and those that are comforted, it's just it's still talking about a journey in the spirit. And then there's those that are meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And those that which do hunger and test for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And they're just talking about different soul properties, things a soul can come into. Amen. So it's all all those things are meant for the soul. So a soul needs to be meek. A soul needs to hunger and thirst. Amen. So all these things are what are in the path. I guess the, also the, the main part where I'm coming from is really the, that aspect of meekness, yeah. in the sense that for for us to actually journey and grow up spiritually, there's a whole lot of meekness that needs to come, and a lot of mercy that we ought to look for. Mm. Amen. Because yeah. we really, really don't. The truth is, we don't know what we are doing, mm. and and then we try to form as if we know what we are doing. And that, and that that nature is actually Satan's nature. Mm. Now, if you check it, most of the time everybody wants to look like they know what they are doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Satan that is, and that thing can be as a result of pressure. And most most of the time, you know, and this this thing sometimes can also rest on ministers too, mm. in the sense that what's maybe you know, especially maybe you, you have a church, right, and you are leading it, uh, you are leading the church, and maybe somebody come and with a problem, and you don't know how to how to address it. Mm. <laughs> You know, it's not you, I know. <laughs> and the pastor, and the pastor is looking at like, ah! and the truth is that the pastor doesn't have access to the problem. Even if, instead of the pastor, so you'll be just weak. I'll see this one. I don't know because, but one thing I know for sure is that as long as that pastor is under, it can't be. It is it, it's, it's safe. In the sense that, even though the pastor may not know how to handle it, but as long as he's under authority, 
I can reach out to sir. I have an issue to deal with. I don't know how to address it. What should I do? But you know, instead of that one, well, you know, there's a way. There's a way to show that we know what you are doing. So it's possible that it's that kind of so we don't be meek enough to just say, ah, this problem you brought is unique. Okay, you know what? I don't know how to address this one yet. Okay, you know what? Give me some time. Can you come back? This, this, this. Let me. Let's, let's, let's see if what we can do about this. Because, you know, you know how hard it is for somebody to say, I don't know. Especially pastors. I think, but it's a sign of meekness. I don't realize that if a pastor can, be, can come to that level, honestly, everybody in that, in that church will grow. Mm. Because it's a culture mm. and it's a statement. If it makes sense. Because now, when, 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 because that would be a statement to whoever came. Mm. So, Pastor was able to see the door. But if now, if it is me, and somebody came to me about a particular issue, I don't know how to address it, I would have said 1,000 things. Amen. Amen. No, it's possible. You are. And, 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 and as the soul is saying that 1,000 thing, the soul will know that I don't have answer to this problem. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that it, it's a sign that a soul must be sincere. Mm-hmm. A soul must be sincere. When it comes to journey, journey journeying the path of, it is, imp- I don't know, maybe that's, Yes, maybe that's where I'll stay today, shall. Yeah. See that sincere to me. The soul must learn to be sincere in everything. Mm-hmm. Partly why we don't grow is as a result of that lack of sincerity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I'm going to go to I don't know, there's always that passage that used to come to my head. So people will bear with me. If you do another one, tell me. And yeah. we'll read it. But this passage is First Peter chapter 2. I, I, I know I know we are not specifically talking about milk of the world. But it's a key. I mean, it means the foundation starts when you get born again. So in that verse 1, it says, We are falling aside all malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings. It says, As newborn babe, Desire the sincere milk of the word. Say that ye may grow thereby. Ah, I think and it perfectly makes sense. And what I'm trying to say is actually in this scripture. Simple. Say it takes sincerity to grow. And the scripture is saying that this say say desire the sincere milk of the word. Desire the sincere milk. Now, think about that thought. Now, the way I used to think about it is, well, I mean, it's still valid, but the way I used to, but the way I used to see it is to use sincerity to desire the milk, which is true. That is needed. But what they are saying is like the milk itself is sincere. Say so desire. The sincere milk of the word. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. But also, I mean, there, there, there is the milk of the word that is not sincere. Right? Talking about milk of the word that has been mixed with other things. Right? So that, kind of, so, so that in, in, in a sense, that is not sincere. Right? But the sincere milk itself is talking about purity in the milk itself. So desire the pure, desire the pure milk. Desire milk that is pure. Because that is what you will use to grow. Now, what I'm, the sense that I'm trying to bring out of there is that there is something that this milk ought to build in the soul. And that is sincerity. Amen. Yeah. It is sincerity. And to be honest, we, we, I think we undermine what it means. This, this particular thing, eh, it's possible for a believer to, to, be, to be a believer for... Okay, let me, I, I guess we'll get the idea. For a thousand years. Of course, men don't live that long these days anymore, but I guess we get the idea. It's possible for someone, right, to live for 100 years as a believer and never come to this, this, this little, this, so little, why am I calling little? This realization of this aspect of Christ is a, is like a drop. And I realized that. Because for me, when I, when I discovered this thing, it made, it made sense. Right? I've been a Christian. I've been a believer. Right? I learn Bible. I read Bible, listen to messages. But see that aspect of being sincere was, was ah, English word though. But it's, how do I use the word? Evading me in this kind of context. Okay, But this attitude, this understanding was not part of my building or raising. So, once certain things happen, there, there might, there, not that they might, there, there will still be some specks of insincerity in there. Not that, not that I'm saying something to, to someone not being sincere, but just in within myself. You know, that's just that being able to say, no, I don't know. Yes, I know. No, I don't know. Okay, this one, yeah, okay, this. Oh, this one, this is how they do it. But I only know this aspect. I'm not sure about this one. Not to talk like that. It seems like some people just like to talk like that. But it's not really. It's, talk, it's actually talking about the... The, the building of the soul, the, what that soul is currently made up of. It means that a soul can, may, not, may not have an ability to be sincere. And it's, and the soul can be so used to it that over the years, it's not so normal that when we are working and, you know, working at work, you know, working with brethren, you know, talking mm-hmm. to people, we don't even see when, when that insincerity is at play. Yeah. Sometimes it's that thing that makes us to speak with before we think. Mm-hmm. When I say speak, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about no, because no, okay, how, do I, how do I explain this one now? I'm trying to I'm trying not to make us feel insulted. I'm not insulting also. Mm-hmm. And that speaking before thinking, I'm not saying that person does not have sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that. Okay, mm-hmm. 
What I'm trying to say is that we are predisposed to certain things, many things, flowing from that nature. But we, do, we may not even... And so that is might have morphed with our being so much that we don't even recognize... We, we can't recognize it in different situations. Does that make sense? It's only on, in obvious situations that we may be able to say, okay, maybe... But there are some situations that are not that obvious, but that thing is still at work. Amen. So for me, like I was saying, as I was growing up, Maybe I'm talking to people I'm just in. And maybe say, oh, oh, or oh, I, I was talking to some people that maybe they don't know too much about, or maybe they are just trying to figure out certain things about God and scripture and they ask a question and I don't know it. Instead of being humble, you know, instead of being humble, ah, this thing I really don't know. Because you know what? You know that, that, that aspect of realization that I don't know is actually a point of growth. And they so can miss it. Why? Because because that nature of not being meek can come in play and then be like, okay, see this one. Okay, yes, yes. Ah, you just do this, do this, do this. But later on, I realized that that's, that thing is said. Do you, do you think that thing will really, really address the issue? But what happened is that a window of growth has just been lost. I mean, that doesn't mean that you may not come back, but I'm saying that. The faster we grow, the better. So even though we know that God is merciful, He's going to always, you know, use another situation. But it is better to get it right faster. I'm not saying change is faster because change itself is a progress. I'm talking about the the willingness, I think that's the word. I'm talking about the willingness, the, the tenacity, the, the, the yield, I mean, it's the word, the yielding to the workings of what is going to ensure that we move from point A to point B in the spirit. But this, why do I keep calling it little? I don't know why I keep calling it little. Okay, well, the reason why I'm calling it little is because it seems very little. I guess that's the sense I'm using. Right? It seems very insignificant, to be honest. Right? But this aspect of sincerity is a major, major gap for growth. It's a, it's a gap. Okay. It's, a, it's a major understanding that is a gap in our growth. If that makes sense. <laughs> I think that's what I'm trying to say. That See, being sincere, I now realize that areas, because when I discovered it, I'm like, why am I? Because I realize that it's not just in Bible that that thing now begins to, even in every other thing, maybe at work, I'm about to do something, I don't know it. <laughs> this is the perfect example. Maybe at work, somebody asks a question, how do you do this thing, this thing? I've been there for a while, so I have an idea about it, but I don't fully know. Step A, because once somebody is asking a question, right, instead of giving an answer that will even confuse the person more, you should be able to give a, an answer that can take the person from point A to point B. Now, sometimes when I answer, 
because if I know within me that I don't, I don't fully know this thing, it means that I should go and check, confirm what I know before I answer. I would, I would neglect that one. I'll just talk from my head. But what I will now do is that the person that I just helped will get a little bit more confused because they're not asking much more questions. Like, okay, okay, sorry, do this, 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 this. Okay, I think this later. Then I'll now start looking for. Okay, the procedure. Now realize that ah, I miss it here. You know. But there is that. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think it's glory. What? Well, maybe it's glory, but I don't even know. Sure. But there's something that just want to prompt me to just answer that person. Ah! Maybe, maybe, maybe it's to myself. Maybe I'm making a statement to myself that I know something. I don't know. Sure. But later, now I realize that uh-uh. I actually not helping. <laughs> I don't help people by doing that one. It just what I just needed is just it seems very insignificant, but it's essential. Be sincere with yourself. What you know, you know. What you don't know, you don't know. What you know partially, you know partially. When my head not correct, because that thing is not only at work; it's also there spiritually. And I decided to make and I make a decision. So next time, if I look at something and I'm not and something is not yet clear. I will not answer. Mm. Or if my answer itself is not clear to me, I will not answer. Do you know that this little thing is mm. coming from my own... Okay, let me be... I mean, being sincere with myself. Okay. And I'll tell you something else. In addition to that statement, you know, I realize that me making that decision mm. is actually a growth for me spiritually. Now, it seems as if I'm just being sincere alone, but it's not just about that. You now realize that leading of the spirit yeah. is actually like that. Mm. What do I mean? I'm saying mm. when the spirit wants to lead the soul, it tries to bring us to a point of clarity. Mm. I mean, I know the aspect of God led me. I don't know, but I just obeyed. Mm. I understand that I'm not... Removing that aspect at all. Because I want to balance something. Because hmm. it's possible for. Okay, or let me put it this way. When we are saying we don't know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for God to lead me. Most of us, when we are praying, maybe there's something in our, in our phone, we want to make a decision. And this one want to make, we don't have, we don't even have clarity. Some of us will not, will not look for clarity to clarify, because you can't make a decision without having a clear picture of what you are looking at. Okay, then we we'll go and pray. Then we are praying. We are waiting for a voice that will say, "Do it. Don't do it." You know, it's like the Old Testament. You know, you know where when Israel wants to decide whether they should go do something or not, <laughs> they want to do the they want to use the operation of Uriba to me. That's that's it's the operation of Uriba to me. Um, so it's for judgment. Now what happens is that if God wants them to do it, it will light up. 
Oh. And it won't if God doesn't want. <laughs> it's the operation of Holy Matthew. Now, in the Old Testament, eh, the people don't have what it takes to receive instruction without the Urim and Tumim. That's why they needed that. Now, the Urim and Tumim, or let me put it this way, see everything about the tabernacle, the priest, see all those arrangements. It's actually something that should be inside a soul. So, as, as, as people, we should have, we should have Urim and Tumim. We should have, see all, uh, there's a lot, but let me just, we have the effort, there are plenty. You should have the cab, you should have, I, just, I can't mention everything, but you should have the robe, you should have the the gado, uh, you should have the bell, you should have, uh, you have, you have, you should have all those things. They're actually talking about workings inside a soul that a soul should have. And one, one thing is, the Israel does not have Holy Ghost. They don't have Holy Spirit. Now, God had to de- define for them a way for them to be led by the Spirit. So then they ordained the priest. Literally, the priest is privy to the Holy Spirit because they anoint them, right, to serve in their office. Now, when they anoint them, what they are giving them is the Spirit so they can operate. Trust me, an ordinary person can carry Urim and Tumim and throw it on the ground and God will talk. It's not going to happen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So there is the 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 priest that is anointed is the one that can carry and walk. In short, even if you're not if you're not called, you're not anointed, you try to enter that place somewhere. It's your dead body they will carry come out. So all of us, most of us are waiting for the operation of Urim and Tumim. And the way it is is we are waiting for a voice. So when we are praying, Lord, this business, help me to do it. Help me to do it. Help me to do it. Shall I do it? Shall I not do it? What is your will? What is your will? Lord, what is your will? Speak to me concerning your will. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't pray that kind of prayer. I'm just saying that. Oh, you are praying that prayer. Don't wait for your voice. <laughs> or let me just, don't always, I'm not saying you can't hear a voice. But don't always wait for a voice. In short, you may not hear a voice. You may never hear a voice. There are people that God does not speak to audibly. But does he speak to them? Yes. So, you that you are not hearing audibly, how will God not speak to you if you are waiting for a voice? (laughs) Now, that tells us that, no, the, the fact that God doesn't speak to everybody audibly, that tells us something about God's nature. It tells us that speaking audibly is not his primary way. The voice is not it's not the it's not a standard. And I guess what I I, I might suspect where that might be coming from in the sense that because to a degree I grew up with that mindset in the sense that when you are praying and God is leading you must hear something. What they fail to explain to me is what I will how I will hear and what I will hear. <laughs> they didn't tell me. I had to figure it out myself that I have a word witness. I have to figure it out, man. But even without a word witness, 
my my I wasn't seriously tuned to it as much as I should because I was always waiting for a voice. And I realized that when I'm praying for God to leave me certain things, I don't hear anything. Nothing. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not confused. Ah, God, have you spoken? <laughs> Maybe after I just without hey, not be sincere again. I just concord something. I, I think I heard God. Well, as you are talking, don't be one. Are you sure you really, really heard God? Something starts to tell you that. I mean, it's possible you, you partly heard God, but you fully, you know, that is still not clear. Mm. But that thing, I heard God, God said. Then later, now God sends of the word witness. Right? And then I'm also waiting for that word witness to be speaking. The same way voice speaking. She mm. <laughs> said that the problem plenty. Amen. Amen. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. Thank God for again and you know, training. Amen. Yeah. Until I learned clearly that the primary way God leads is by the inward witness. I still had a lot of issues with leading of the Spirit. Because yeah. it's just as if something was not yet correct up, up there. Yeah. But you have the inward witness. Okay. But I'm still waiting for a voice. <laughs> but you have the inward witness. What are you? What? Are, what? Are, what? Are, because if we have been uh, used to that, it means yeah. we must have been much more sensitive to the Holy Spirit by the inward witness. Mm-hmm. And imagine using that for years it means you, your your spiritual sense will be sharpened. Mm-hmm. But imagine you have a spiritual sense, you are not using it. Sometimes you use it. Sometimes you use it. Sometimes you use it. Most of, in short, most of the time is not used. <laughs> it is only in merciful situations that God helps us. No, you know, there's very, very obvious leading of the Spirit. When I say obvious, it means that you're about to do that. You know that if you do this thing. In short, you are even not even to speak too much. You know that if you do this, this thing you're about to do, if you do it, you're going to suffer. I say so. I'm saying spiritually that like, you're about you're about you're about to do something that will just you're about to kill something. <laughs> you're you're going to cause a whole lot of consequences and problems if you do this thing. <laughs> but God doesn't want it to just be like that because that one is you know it's messy for that self. Not some of us. There are some things we we hear in our, that can be. Uh, let, me, let me put it this way. There's a reason why we are one-sided. In our spiritual journey and leading of the spirit, you know we are supposed to be ra- well-rounded. Yeah. We should be all-rounder. Mm-hmm. Now, realize some people they can hear God only when they are praying concerning things. Let's say you are praying for house and health. Maybe you can hear God around that one. I don't even know. I don't even know how to pray because I, because it's intertwined. It says because there's a way you can be praying, praying, Lord, Lord Jesus. I just need. Okay, maybe you are praying for something. Oh. We are praying for a gift of the spirit. You can hear God in that area. But when it comes to making a decision, getting a job, uh, that was even too high, sir, because uh, tra- traveling somewhere, going somewhere, not going somewhere. Some of us, even to attend a program, eh? you'll be wondering, should I go? Should I not go? I'm waiting for the lane of the spirit. So I, was, I, was for the leader of the I mean, I'm not saying God was only it. 
just that there's like there's a, you know you know you know, you know there's, a, there's a sign of immaturity in the spirit. Part of a sign of immaturity in the spirit is a believer that's always saying I'm led, I'm led, I'm led, I'm led, I'm led all the time. It's a sign that person is a baby. God just led me, God, and I just you know that almost every single statement they make, they will say God led me. We know God is leading you now. We get it. We are all Christian. <laughs> we, I mean, like, of course, you won't say it, but sometimes you wonder if I should say it to them that, I mean, I get it. Like, you're a Christian, yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I mean, I get it, yeah. But they just want to tell you, by all means, that the Spirit is leading them. <laughs> they say that they are babies. Simple. Amen. Amen. So, leading of the spirit is not sense, it just it's not it's just it's not just you hearing one voice that appeared and says concerning the job you are looking for, take that job. Son of mine. And when the person yeah, want to report to you and me. About that experience, you know, just, oh, we're always very. I don't know why we're like that. I, I mean, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong about the, you know, spectacular things spiritually. It's just that I'm not talking about the intent and nature that things inside the soul. Some of us, we want to report that kind of a thing. Hmm. As I was praying at the third hour of the night, <laughs> I was, I, I've been praying for two hours continuously, and then all of a sudden, I just heard a voice behind me saying. Son of man, take that job. And it's so funny that some of us, if we listen well to the leading of the Spirit, or if we've grown, we don't really need God to speak spectacularly to us to tell us to take a job or not to take a job. So the reason why we are waiting for voices is because we are babies. In short, that kind of believer, I will say, just go and talk to your pastor, JJ. Simple. Don't stress yourself. Don't go and kill yourself. Some things you will pray. You no, know, some of us, some things we will fast and pray for five days. Lord, show me your will. Your will. If you simply just pastor, there's a decision I'm trying to make. This, 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 this is the uh-huh. your pastor may just look. Hey, look at this. Hmm. Don't take. Don't do it. Do that one instead. Don't do this one. And you'll be wondering, you just spoke to them in one minute, you will solve the problem. Mm. But you you are you are fasting and praying for five days. I have this is one thing, I have issues with people that lead themselves. Mm. When I say lead themselves, I'm not talking about you not hearing God for yourself. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about people that have a nature of wanting to it's like it's almost like wanting to prove that they so they won't. T- this one, they may not tell you that God led them. God led them, right? But they might want to prove to you that they are being led. And that proof is not telling you about the issue, or not telling their pastor about the issue, and then making a decision, making sure it's well, it not looks perfect and right at that, and then they come and give testimony. <laughs> See that thing? The way, the way, the way God even led me. That this, 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 and that. I mean. 
It's a nature, it's a statue. I don't know what that, where that word is coming from. Now, typically, what I'm just saying is a soul that has, that has not learned how to submit under authority. Oh, right? Mm. Now, the... I'm trying to balance it. I'm trying to to see how, how best I can see what I'm about to say. Mm. I don't know. I don't understand. It's just, I mean, okay, let me put it. It's not as if anybody, I don't think, see, here's the sincere truth. A sincere pastor, every sincere pastor, everyone, don't like brethren coming to tell them about their problem. <laughs> but they are obligated to in case a believer come, I tell you why. Because it's not. Do you know what it takes to cancel or or be an authority over someone? Do you know what? Do you know what it is? It's, a, it's not a problem, but the body, the weight. The pastor would prefer that everybody is growing, and they can make decisions and do things. That's what every pastor would prefer. Even if a pastor. Is always wanting everybody to come and be talking to them about their problem. That pastor said, when he has a problem, I need help. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that they are not open to you know, people. and I'm talking about just that they naturally just expect it. Because mm-hmm. it's a sign that they're not expecting mm-hmm. members to grow. Mm-hmm. Right? In the sense that if I am always wanting people to always come and talk. Okay, I'm not talking about. How do I say this thing? Always come and tell me about pressure. Don't I beg you? See that one. Say, listen, listen. I'm I'm praying to God. God, by all you should do, hope you will help me. Amen. And I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that it is it is a problem or anything. I'm just saying that the heart and posture of leaders is always in that everybody would grow. And part of that is that as they grow, they'll be able, their spiritual work and journey will become better and sharper. It means that there are some things they can judge and make decisions. They don't even need. When that pastor sees them, they'll be like, ah, he gets sense. That person is wise. Pastors love to see that. So it's not that they want everybody to always be coming and be telling them about every issue. It's not about that. But here, here's where things are. If every soul is sincere, and things is looking cloudy. Mm. Don't go and kill yourself. Maybe you have passed. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the, what is looking cloudy and just talk. Imagine that problem may be solved in 30, 20 minutes. That's long. That's even too long. So maybe one minute. Okay, maybe the person used 20 minutes to talk about the issue. The answer can just come in one minute. Okay. Because maybe because there may be a lot of talking so that the pastor can understand. Okay, okay. Huh. And the funny thing is also that the pastors also have to do it by the spirit in the sense because even though because part of what may be talking might be experience. Mm. But it's not just experience alone. Yeah. Experience and spirit. Mm. And before, you know, before it didn't used to occur to me why you know you would respect spiritual authority or you know when you know when you know yourself, you know yourself. I just know say some things I just don't know, because you're not. Because when I'm not looking at the reason why you have, you always have spiritual authority over you. That thing is too is safe, mm-hmm. but not just anybody shall 
Okay, let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> the thing is, we should always also be wise in the sense that make sure that you are of course but you, you can mostly see by by fruit mm, yeah. fruit you can see because the the proof of the life that is inside is the demonstration of it mm. <laughs> now life inside the soul will will eventually translate to attitudes judgment most importantly culture does that make sense it means you now realize that as people grow they then develop a culture of certain things for example let's take Egin for example Egin developed a culture of sincerity if Egin is in the spirit know how anointed Egin is and then he gets something in the spirit and he's telling me he will tell somebody hmm I have this but I'm not sure but this is what I'm getting this is but I'm not sure. You'll be wondering why are you saying you're not sure? Just say you're on the auction. Just say, man. <laughs> you know, for, for most of us, we think that thing is weakness. Or someone would think that maybe it's not powerful. Yeah. But he does not care. He just say. I mean, even the little one he say get said that he said, okay, I have this. I mean, I just use that one, I just say it. But he was sincere. He said, I have this, but I'm not sure. It means even with the with working with the spirit is is sincere. Amen. So a, a person must be sincere, leading people, but also ah, I don't know if I said this thing well, Sha, but most importantly, what it means there are some things that God has put in place to help us as believers. Get just, I think it's just maybe the way we in the older generation, the way we grew, just scatter things. So somehow we don't have certain culture, or we don't know how to work well or grow well. It's very and, and, and uh, it's almost as if everybody wants to show that they have a Holy Spirit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I get Holy Ghost. I can tell you because I, I saw it myself that time, long time ago. Why? Because. I want to do something that is led by the Spirit. So I'll go and be praying so that the Holy Ghost can lead me. So that I can say it as proof. Whenever, it's not to anybody, to maybe whoever, whatever situation arises that I have to say it, I can tell people that God led me. I mean, that time, I wouldn't say that that's what was my head, but now just extraying my heart, looking back and just looking at it and dissecting things, I'm like, ah! Oh, my heart then no pure. Mm-mm, it wasn't pure. Yeah. Even though to me then it seems pure. Because of course, what imagine a believer thinking, I won't go to lead me. I want to go. I won't go to lead me. Mm-hmm. But there are many things that can be driving <laughs> drive you all that. And when you check you see, say that I'm not I'm not really sincere. Then. Yeah. I don't have the culture of sincerity. Mm, almost time. I don't want to I don't want to talk to you about it, I guess. But let me land somewhere, Sha. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, there is that attitude of believers. Just in, when it comes to area of leading, yeah, it's actually growth. So that audible voice is not. Don't always ask, wait for voice to say go, don't go. 
first is that how God leads is by the inward witness. And when God is leading, sometimes it is progressive. Now, what it does is it brings clarity little by little. Little by little. Which is why sometimes it might require so much patience to follow the leading of the Spirit. So if once, if at least maybe one step is clear, okay, you can take that one. If it's something that requires maybe you wait to get a broader picture, then wait. And sometimes that I want to hear something that leads most of us to hear another spirit yes, talking. And sometimes we think it is God, but it's not God. Mm. And I can tell you, if you want to hear something, you hear. Yes, that is sincere truth. If you are, even even if you don't hear a voice, mm. you hear you can hear something inside you. It's like, it's like a witness, like a witness. Sometimes that thing that we call witness can be our own body. Now uh-huh. realize that, see, when it comes to mastering things like in the spirit, ah, it takes utmost sincerity. Why? You must be sincere to discern. Is this my body? When you don't ignore it, don't, okay, this could this be my body. Okay, no. Oh, let me be said, is this my spirit? Is this my is this my soul? Or is this my spirit? Mm-hmm. Until we have clarity that this is coming from our spirit, we should just relax and just wait. Because if not, we will be confused. There are situations whereby maybe somebody is trying to make a decision. Right? And then the person just mentioned, oh, she like this or not that job. Maybe it might make sense to take it. But they've not heard. They've not heard leading clearly, fully. But they'll still go ahead and take it. You know, realize that they might regret it. Why? Because they didn't wait to get a full picture. You now realize that, see all this thing, it flows into other natures. Whereby you now realize that, you know, if you notice that you are not too diligent in many things, you now realize, okay, why, why, why am I not diligent? It means that there's somewhere, sincerity is missing. Because how? Here's one thing you always know about the Holy Spirit. It's like, only does not have to care you, I'm the one talking to you. For you to know it's the Holy Spirit. Because mm-hmm. you can talk, to, like Egin like, said, you can talk to us with the voice of our own spirit. Mm-hmm. How? Maybe you are doing something. And as you are doing it, you have a full picture, and then your spirit somehow just says that something is not okay with this thing. You may, not actually, you may actually not know what is okay with it. It may seem all right, but there might just be a check inside you. It may not, not, may not be anything that you are seeing. No. Just inside of you. Just feel. Oh, it, it might just be as you are trying to draw the picture of a... You are an artist. You are good at drawing. As you are, you've drawn the face of a man. But you just, you, just, you just have... I don't like this thing. There's something about that that is not yet okay. That's all the spirit talking. What you might require is just be a little bit more patient. Okay, what is what? Why am I feeling on this about this thing? Maybe later I realize, oh, maybe this color didn't blend with that. Maybe that's why. Let me change it. Is that as painting or just painting? I'm just using that as an example. But that's not. But that's not only. Pre- that's not uh, isolated. Just that kind of a scenario. Because you, as a person. You are a being of knowledge. You are a being of... You are a spirit. Let me put it that way. I'm a spirit. It means the way we function, we function spiritually. 
Amen? Amen. So all these things flow into our person. So when we are trying to do things and you are just having a nudge of be diligent, don't see, don't don't ignore that thing. Don't ignore it. Just follow through. I know I know I ran away from uh, spiritual authority today. Maybe I find maybe I find me bad, but we'll see. But I just wanted to paint that picture. Ah, Thomas Gunshaw. I just wanted to paint that picture of being sincere. See that I, I know I've not finished it when it comes to explaining what it means. That sincere aspect. What is really in my heart to explain? Right? She says, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So growth is really tied to being sincere. I know we started with there, we moved to spiritual authority and everything. It's just looking at how things can flow, just giving solutions to different problems. Amen. We should not ignore all those is nudgings. It's literally those are leadings. So you, you may be so you may be, if you are waiting for the voice, you miss many leading. I guess this is one thing I will say, just to give an aspect as I begin to round up. When it comes to Christianity, or when it comes to growing up spiritually, do you know that God is that? Can I put it this way? God is involved. Is much more interested in us being all right in every aspect of our lives and everything. I guess from my own perspective, is hey, maybe it's from my own perspective I should speak from. What I'm about to say concerning when Thought is around don't mess up my head. Amen. The thought the thought is much more around things the way, the way we the way we see things or we see our journey spiritually. We, we are much more inclined to look at things that are obvious. Right? Oh I don't know how to carry plate or claim the kind properly. Yeah. Right. But I can tell uh, you and I that our issue is much more than that. Yeah. What God okay, God wants to do with everything. Okay, let me, from our own perspective, we are mostly ignorant of things that are not obvious. And that's where work is. Why? See, the thing that, those things that are obvious, there's already deliverance. Because if there's no deliverance, you won't know that you have an issue. That's the sense I'm trying to pass. Wow. Mm, we won't know that we have an issue. That area that we don't know mm. is where growth remains. Mm. That's where we need to grow. Mm. So that means that it takes mercy, help, meekness, sincerity to, for us to get to that part where all those areas that are not obvious, we are we having sight to see them. If it's, let me put it this way. As a believer, just check sincerely. Amen. Believers, right? We should just check sincerely all of our growth spiritually, right? Check it. Where we discover where we need to grow are mostly areas we didn't know that we had problems before. There are areas we don't usually recognize that we have problems. Right? Yeah. I mean, if we know we have problems, we won't discover it now. 
Okay. It's because we don't know. Then all of a sudden, Holy Ghost will just go back. Ah, there's a problem here. That is usually the sense. Because I know, because me too, I've, said, I've seen it in myself, in the sense that we focus a lot on just the. I mean, it's not as if we should not you know, look at those things where we should grow. But there's an inward walking yeah. that can make a soul predisposed to looking inward, to be able to discover areas. Mm. Wow. If you don't have that attitude or be built by meekness and sincerity, you won't be able to get there. Mm. Now realize that we just our, our 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 spiritual journey is long, is far. Our speed is very slow. Mm. Even though it might seem that our speed is fast. Mm. Why? Because maybe we are hearing word, um, new revelations coming, we understand them quickly. Mm. Right? And it's so possible that somebody that is not maybe even understanding mysteries as you and I may even be joining faster. Why? Because they can yield and they just have they just have that attitude of looking inward and being meek and sincere. You can have people that have been hearing what about just eating. Yes, their language itself is even righteousness. <laughs> You know, you know, say our language. You know, you know what you can know what I mean, right? Yes, sir. But our language, you know, that language always. Mm-hmm. We are, we are growing. We are changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's 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 righteous language. I'm not, and it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm just saying that to grow spiritually is a continuous work that is so must not be weary to take. Or let me just put it this way. I'll end with this scripture and that's it. I know I did not finish that about authority. I don't know. I don't, but did I say something okay? Yes. Is, that, is that balanced yet? Because I, I need, maybe I need to balance some areas before I finish. Uh, because, you know, some people can now come in the future and say, hey, you said this. <laughs> you said this. Okay. No, it's, I'm, not, I'm not giving a law. I'm just talking about the spirit. Okay? So it's not a law that they give. Okay. Now, the simple scripture I give is the scripture in Isaiah. It says, Woe to them who are at ease in Zion. Now, when it, now the, the point of Zion is a point of peace, really. Right? When you get to the peak of Zion, you're at peace. Right? When you start, when you start climbing Zion, is when you begin life. Right yeah. now, you are climbing Zion as you journey to the top of Zion, you get to peace. Mm-hmm. But scripture is not saying that woe to them who are at peace in Zion, they're telling you that the journey continues, don't stay there, meaning upgrade, upgrade, don't feel too peaceful in Zion because you can get there and like, oh, well, ah, peace there. That's all just relaxing. We are now righteousness. We are king of peace. We are king of righteousness now. We are king of peace now. I mean, who is Satan? We, we just deal with principalities. We deal with power anyhow. Who's, who's, who's all those little, little uh, powers? Who are they? We, we are peace in Zion. Power, don't, don't get any power here. Right? But there's something else that is looking that know that, oh, this is this one. It's okay, stay there. As long as you don't inherit God, it's fine. You can inherit Christ, it's okay. Now, simply, it's saying that we should not be at peace 
means that there's always there should be searching inwardly. Searching is an attitude spiritually. How do I mean? They will not tell you the end until the end. Yeah. They won't tell you. Even when they tell you end, 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 the end is here. Is here. Don't think it's here. <laughs> it is the end. It is the end. End. You have come to the end. You have come to the end. You know, you know, so I was here prophecy. You have come to the end. You'll be happy. Okay, oh. <laughs> okay, oh, we are at the end. They are just, they are just telling you. So, you know, no prophecy. There's only prophecy is. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, somebody can come now and prophesy to somebody. You, they will get, you get a job. That person may not get a job. Because there are many workings, things, different things that, will, that, that might be required to result in that person getting a job. It's like this. Say, you will get an engineering job and you studied biological sciences. <laughs> no, just imagine that kind of prophecy. You get, ah, they will call you for engineering. Even if you get the job, don't take it to. <laughs> Why? Because number one, you are not qualified. You read biological sciences, they are calling you for an engineer. You will fail hopefully in that place. Unless you go to school and study engineering. <laughs> now you are like that kind of a thing. Imagine that kind of a prophecy. And the person will go to engineering school. Or the person will even go to school at all. They are and like, even if I get that job, I will, go, I, will, I, will, I will question that prophecy. But, but it might seem like that prophecy was legit, man. Means that there is a preparation for that prophecy to come to pass. Means that that soul must have gone to school. Mm-hmm. Must have studied engineering. Mm-hmm. Must have been. Imagine they say you get a job and you don't even prepare for an interview. I mean, I mean, there's nothing God can do. Mm-hmm. When I say you didn't prepare, it's not the sense that they called you, no interview, they gave you the job. You get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you did an interview. You did. Some of us, sometimes when we get a job, I think we didn't do well at all. I don't deserve a job. You actually did well. God helped you. The fact that they called you for them means you did well. Mm-hmm. How? Maybe not your answers. Maybe they saw a trait in you. Mm-hmm. Maybe from your answer, different things you said that Holy Ghost could use to make them give you the job. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, nobody will give you a job out of their senses. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Holy yeah. yeah. Ghost will not make somebody give somebody a job and the person doesn't know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that would look like? It's like you charm them. You know? So when the when the when when the when when the CEO or somebody higher up say, "Why did you hire this person?" I don't know, sir. <laughs> I, I just hired him or her. <laughs> you know, realize that we have a problem. That person is going to lose their job. I, do you think only ghosts does not care about them? Mm. It means that they must have seen something. So when, when Oga asks, "Okay, why did you do this?" Well, they really didn't do well when it comes to this area. But I noticed. This, 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 and this, they will be good for us. Simple. Only ghost will not get you a job and get somebody else fired, man. <laughs> no, the way, the way, the way, when we're, when we're thinking about the spectacular, yeah. no, that we, don't, we don't think about these areas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get, I, maybe this is the work said that God is doing. You know, that is, just tell us the way we think, our sense. Yeah. Hmm. And let me quickly connect this and then I'll end. Now, I guess you guys are not can get what I'm trying to say when I say that when it comes to even leading of the spirit, there has to be clarity. Yeah. Yeah. 
So when God is leading us, or maybe we are praying concerning things, he will, be, he will make sure you get clarity. So for the person that employed that kind of person now, they have a clear view of why they are hiring the person. They can't just say something came. Start something came over by that. Means that they are they, something was not clear to them. Something the spirit came on me and I just gave them the job. The spirit came on you. Well, the spirit is coming on me too now. Get up and disturb me. <laughs> they will chase you away, man. Chase you away quickly. And and that's why, I guess I'll say this and that's it. I know I will repeat this thing one day. I know. Me, I know. This is not the spirit, but I believe I have the spirit of God. Mm. I'm talking like Paul. Don't mind me. <laughs> the reason I'm saying this is because I know, I, will, I know, me, I know, I will repeat this one. And it's just talking about being, that area of being diligent. If something doesn't look right, wait till it looks right. Because partly the reason why I want to jump is that you can just leave it and then think, mm, I work on it later, you know. If, if something doesn't look right, make sure you get clarity before you move ahead. Really, that's how the leading of the Spirit is. What, when God is leading you, He will lead you to clarity. You won't just you won't just hear go take the job. I'm gonna be clear to you. Mm. There's a problem there. Mm-mm. It must be clear. If you God is going to lead you to a job, it will be clear to you. Mm. To be clear. Mm. Simple. What else? That one is easy. I was going to say maybe it's not sure. I said this and I said. I know I've said this many times now, but, but this one, I just, I just felt, I don't know what, honestly, it all just came now. I said, let me just say it. Because when you come, I just say it and go. I know most of us, well, most of us are married. But that, that even area of how to marry, how to marry, it is clear. It, is, it will be clear. You marry this person. Why, 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 when, how. There's no marry this person. And that's all the God will tell you. Ah, no. If it's just that one, I will tell you, calm down, sit down. You need to hear more. Simple as that. If God can just tell you, marry this person. How? Because that's how some people said, some people will tell you, God told me to marry this unbeliever. (laughs) You've not heard this before. Oh, there has been people that have mentioned things like that. Yeah. But the person does not like God. The person does not. It's not even really, really a believer. It's a different thing when the person is a believer. Because even that aspect of marriage, who you marry, is actually about growth. Yeah. Growth has a lot to do with it. Uh-huh. Now the person that says, God led me to marry this person, even though the person is not serious with God. Ah. Honestly, I can tell that person right now. God did not lead you. That one, I don't even... People want to criticize me, fine. But I can, I can confidently say that that person heard something else. That's not God talking. Even if God will tell you to marry that kind of person, that means you have to wait. It's simple. 
You can't marry the person as, as an unbeliever. You can't. And think maybe you <laughs> you convert them. You go cry, eh? They cry, they cry, you will cry. <laughs> and this is the, the simplest way to know that is this. How long does it take for you as a person to change yourself in one thing? Just one thing. Now think about changing. The hardest thing to do in life is one person changing themselves. That's the hardest. That's, that's very hard. Hard is really difficult. Come now to think of you. Changing somebody. Here's the question. Only ghost has not fully succeeded in changing you. As not fully succeeded in changing you and me. But you think you have a special power. To go and change somebody. <laughs> Tell me, what's the most, what else is as divine as the Holy Ghost? Ah. And that one, Holy Ghost that is working in you and me day and night, every day and night, is this constantly no break? <laughs> That's not, it has not we, are, we, are, we are still where we are, we are still journeying. <laughs> Thank you. But, but you are not saying you, you have grace to change somebody. And and this one too, I get. And this one is all far fetched. Ah, sorry, I don't want to talk too much because we are. <laughs> and this one is all far fetched from souls that believe they can convert souls. You know, you know they believe that they, that they can arrange around souls, yeah. speak to them, and get them converted. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> sorry, we're going to engulf your heart in. Why? Because it is this. I'm not saying you can't be around people and your life can't speak to people. No. But there's a posture and an attitude you take with it. Is that you don't go looking to change them and convert them. You just follow the spirit. As you are led. If God make you do certain things, fine. There's no way you can be calculative. You know, you know sir, the, and there's a way you can be calculative and spiritually calculative. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that one is the smart people that have to. Why am I saying that? I'm not discriminatory. Everybody. But it's much more of a problem for people that think they are smart. Let me say think. Because I, I don't want to say that. I mean, because the word being smart, say, I don't, I don't even. I, I'm trying to. Because everybody is smart in their, their own way. Right? In the sense that me, when it comes to technology, I'm good. But you can't tell me that I am good when it comes to. <laughs> my, wife, my wife helps me say, say good in the kitchen. Ah, I can cook. I'm trying, but I can't say I'm awesome there. I cannot even say I'm awesome as a doctor. Oh my god, kill people, man. People will die. It's as simple as that. Get at me. So. Some people, especially even in school, where some they will say some people are smart, some people are don't know. Mm. It's just that those people, th- that, those kind of things come naturally to them. Yeah. If the other person that you say is not smart, if, you, if they search well, they can find something yeah. that extremely smart out. Mm. It could be just using toothpick to pick bread. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it seems stupid, right? I mean, just, I'm just saying that nobody, nobody is foolish. Yes, sir. Nobody is, nobody is dumb. Yeah. Let me use that way. 
It's just that there are certain things. Of course, so I'm not saying that because of our nature we can be negligent or no, no. There's those areas, those great areas. But when it comes to the the reality of things, nobody is is not smart. It's just that some things don't come naturally. Some things come naturally to some people. It's simple as that. And here's one thing about souls. There is nothing any soul cannot learn. That's the truth. The only thing that, that the soul needs to learn something new is determination. Check it. Every single thing that you are good at, you, you, you like it, you find it interesting, so you give yourself to it. But other things, ah, ah, that's why we are not good at that. Simple. But anything anybody set their mind to, they can do it. They may not. So, for example, let me give myself as an example. That's it. I studied engineering because I can. And this thing I've known, this particular one I've known it since. Eh? Since when I was a baby, self, I knew that anything I set my mind to do, I can do it. So all those things that I used to tell everybody in the world, oh, you can do anything, set your mind to. All those motivational something. <laughs> I don't know why they are, I don't know why everybody makes it ex- extremely special. I mean, what was there? It's overrated, man. Sincerely, it's just the way the nature of the soul is. You can learn whatever the soul submits itself to. Simple. So, I mean, I submitted myself to learning engineering. But what comes naturally to me, I know it, is coding, writing, programming. That, honestly, I, I'm pretty sure if I go to school to study those things, I can close my eyes. And, pass. and I'm just joking, no. but just to give an idea, but I'm not saying that. I mean, literally, I'll fail if I do that. <laughs> Seriously. Right? But it's that I, have, I found no stress. In learning something like that, but right, some people may be like, ah, coding hard, hard. Like, oh, the reason why it's not hard for you because it just comes naturally to you. The same way somebody that study economics will tell you economics is not hard, yeah. right? But when you enter, when you ah, this is hard. What's this? Like it's not hard now. Just because that you just have grace for it, right? And that's the same thing in the spirit. That's why I want to hinge it on. In the sense that anything you, you want to learn, spiritually, you can learn it. It just means that the soul needs to submit to it. Where there is problem and struggle, where we are, oh, I want to change, I can't change. It just means that you just need to submit. So whatever, and that submitting to it means cutting agreement, covenant with God. Right? Agreeing, agreeing with God. Simple. But that simple word, submitting, agreeing, is a whole lot of struggle between Holy Spirit will move one day. Ah, I feel like doing this thing and you realize that you have no more strength to do it. And then, and then you realize that you are in that state until Holy Ghost reminds you again that you really need to do this thing. Then Holy Ghost, and you feel like, ah, I will change tomorrow. I will stop doing this thing. Then the anointing will go. Then you realize that you are still <laughs> What Holy Ghost is trying to do is just to get you to agree. It just means 
when you check the sincerity inside the soul, it means that somewhere, somehow, because it may look to the soul that I'm really trying, I really, want, I really committed to it. And it's true, because that's a layer that the soul must come to, right? But there's a deeper part that is much more than that. That is not just saying that I want to be alone. There is a search and the heart must come into. It's the same, it's almost the same process as meditating on scripture. So it is a lot easier for souls that learn to meditate well to easily get there. Whereby keep pondering, why am I like this? Because meditation is natural to the soul. But when is when we are not too good with meditating, we don't, we don't always think much more deeper than yes, we ought. So we just stop and I want to change. I don't follow this problem, but I want to change. I can't change. You can. One thing that needs because just look at it. If the soul keeps thinking, I know I just need to come into this thing. Lord help. I need to come. before you think, before you know it, the soul will just shift, move. Wow. Oh wow, I've learned it. And my mother-in-law said something one day to my, to my wife concerning change. She said that anybody that wants to change will change. I know where that statement is coming from. Mm-hmm. But it's not an easy thing mm-hmm. to get to. Mm-hmm. So anybody that will change will change. But anybody that won't, won't. It simply means that it is not by chance. Mm-hmm. The soul will have to commit and actually agree mm-hmm. to change. Mm-hmm. Without that happening, forget it. And that, that same goes for people that are trying to convert other souls. Mm. And uh, trying to get people born again. <coughs> if they know, whoever no one change, no change. It is the Holy Spirit's work. So I, I guess what I'm saying is there's an attitude we should just take with us when it comes to doing things, these yeah. things. Most importantly, when we are, if we really want to grow well and go speedily, we should learn to be sincere with ourselves. That also allows us to think much more deeper, look at things, and change things for the better. Amen. Because of time, I, I think I'm just going to round up. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you for your mercy and your kindness. Can we just pray for help to be sincere in our work? To have the grace for sincerity. To look inward in our spirit, soul, and body. To begin to work sincerely with the spirit. Grace for meekness. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for your mercy and your kindness for today. Thank you for your word. And that you've helped us to, to find thoughts for mercy for your, your word this afternoon. Say be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that as you have spoken to us concerning sincerity, being intentional about our growth, we ask, Father, that you will give us grace to yield to you. That we will not wrestle with you, with your spirit. That we will be sincere with you, with your spirit, even for growth in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that as we even continue to strive for growth in the spirit, you will help us to look inwardly, much more inwardly, in sincerity with your spirit. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are free.
you shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.